Welcome to Stud City, the podcast for literally everyone. I'm here with my co-host Cody Peterson as usual, and we're doing a very, 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 very special episode. Mm-hmm. It's lo-fi hip-hop, baby. These are, um, this is the podcast to study to, uh, it's to do your work to, to um, have a join on and put this in the background. Um, if you're uh, driving and it's late at night, uh, please skip to a different episode before you drive off the fucking road. Open up those books, spark up a joint, tell your woman that you love her. This is the episode to study to. It's the podcast for literally everyone to study to, baby. Mm-hmm. Um, we're getting into that time of year. It's getting Christmas time, but it's also crime. Time <laughs> to cram and crime. Um, you know how it is. You're uh, you're at the library. You're um, rereading the same shit over again. You're not learning anything new. You're just studying the same stuff that you already knew. And you just hope that you can really nail it on an exam. That's not a smart way to study, but it's better than nothing, baby. Did you ever uh, take a test that you studied really hard for and you still failed? Yes. Uh, my driving exam. Oh, yeah. I failed my driving exam, too, a couple times. Yeah. Don't feel bad about failing your driving exam. It's good to fail <laughs> yeah well the thing that really sucks about failing your driving exam is i think the first one i could be wrong about this but i think the first one is free and then they're 40 dollars after that oh i didn't realize that i think so i think so i could be wrong so then every time you want your driver's license 40 buck pop and if you're a student and you're cracking those books open mm-hmm. well you might not have the 40 dollars, so you gotta go get a job dishwashing or serving tables or busing or whatever you want to do. And then next thing you know, you got 40 bucks. Bussing that bussy. I love bussing my bussy all over the world's chest. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Making that $40. $40 in your college is like $4,000 yeah, 10 exactly. years later when you have a job. <laughs> Did you know that uh, I saw one of our guests? For the first time out in the streets. Oh, yeah. Uh, I saw Joe Stillwell from the Second Banana mm. podcast out on the streets. You I said, could tell, I said, hello, how are you doing? I fist bumped him in order to not. He went for a handshake. I went for a fist bump because I always go for the fist bump. Hell because, yeah. yeah, I don't want to assume that somebody wants to shake my hand mm-hmm. given the global pandemic. Um, so we fist bumped. But I just want to let Joe know, I would have shaken your hand, baby. <laughs> I would have shaken your hand. Joe, I would have kissed him. Damn it. Yeah. Joe's such a good guy, dude. Yeah. And he can go off on a podcast, huh? Oh, yeah. We need to bring him back. We yeah, should we... tell him. We should give him dates. We he really for dates. And I said, I, I don't know. Um, I did see a former uh, guest uh, out in the wild, and they were very nice to me. Um, actually, I've seen them a couple of times, but Nathan Hare. Oh, um, yes. And the Danic- he did a very cool thing. I was in line for a movie at VIF to see Sean Baker's new movie, um, Red Rocket. And he was in the standby line with his, uh, with his partner. And... Um, I was just like, can I stand with you guys? And then I was sitting there like, sure. And then I was standing there and then I was like, I'm going to get ready for this movie. So I started smoking a J on the street as one does in front of the Rio theater. And then somebody said, I have one extra ticket. Who is anybody there alone? And then Nathan pointed at me and I was a space cadet out in outer space all high. Nathan said, this guy needs one ticket. So I got one free ticket to a sold out show. Thank you, Nathan. Nathan's a really good guy and a really talented guy. I really enjoy, he just released a TikTok and I don't know what his TikTok name is, but I'm sure if you just look up Nathan here, TikTok, you can see it. It was like, uh, it was like, um, he was like the get out of town kid, like wants to get out of his small town. Oh, kid. that one's a good one. I'm yeah, going to freaking jump. Yeah, it was really, really funny. <laughs> uh, that was a fucking 
that was fucking funny. Go check out Nathan Hare. He's yeah. funny as fuck. Who else and, is funny as fuck in this? Well, Andrew check out Jin. Yeah, and check out Nathan's stand up too. I seen him do a whole bit about um he's pitching ideas for uh slogans on pillows, like mm. for urban outfitters, and it's so fucking funny. Oh, his but, short film is really funny he just released recently. Yeah. That was a good a content film. machine. It really is. Yeah. And it um aspirational really yeah actually all of our guests have a shitload of talent mm-hmm. or at least of our guests has the least talent <laughs> probably matthew we know we know <laughs> matthew oh. saves lives it's probably um us oh yeah 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 well i mean we're not guests but i mean yeah if we were guests yeah maybe um jack stick puck i just saw him the other oh, day he was what a you know what a one-off character please tell me about your interaction with that motherfucker well i was just like jack stick it's so good to see you man i love you and he was like are you caught up on curb your enthusiasm and i was like no i've never really watched it i've enjoyed what i've seen but i i haven't really gone into curb your enthusiasm and he goes oh well you should get caught up you should watch all the seasons you should watch all the seasons of curb your enthusiasm all the episodes you don't know this but they're like a fucking hour long you should watch them all and then i saw his wife and she's like cody you're caught up on curb right you're right you're caught up on all the new curb and i said no not really but Jack Sick Puck has already explained to me all the episodes in the new season of Curb Your Enthusiasm. And they're like, I'm ignoring what you're saying. We're going to go back to our place and we're going to make you watch the episodes of Curb Your Enthusiasm that we just explained to you about what happened. So you get to watch them after we explain to you what happened in these episodes of Curb Your Enthusiasm. So that's what I, how I spent my time with Jack Sick Puck. I was going to ask him to be a... a uh, maid of honor at my wedding but forget about it i was so sick of listening to him talk about curb which feels like a very larry david thing of me to be like i don't give a shit about this show you know like that's great we're gonna make you watch it anyways after we explain to you what happened in the show spoiler alert jack stick puck has no etiquette when it comes to tv shows yeah and he really took over the conversations it was like you know it was just like you know a freight train of conversation coming at you and you can't stop it and you're like i have other things i'd like to talk about instead of your fucking conspiracy theories jack sick puck yeah and everything's about like a fucking minnesota yeah wait what was the team he was a fan of he was only indianapolis colts yeah and the montreal canadians and the montreal canadians mm-hmm Dude, maybe we should talk about the Canucks for a bit here. What? What's going what's going on with the a Canucks? Fucking man? letdown. Dude, it's beyond a letdown. We're like the tire fire team of the league. It's embarrassing. And it starts with ownership. Absolutely. 100 percent ownerships. Fucking can I, problem. Can I be honest about something? Mm-hmm. I can't talk shit about Francesco Aquilini. Cause you owe money? No, I wish, dude. Um, I feel like if powerful? I owed a man like that money, then I would be in a better position than I am now. You know, it'd be a sign of things going well in my life. <laughs> Took out a loan from that fucking criminal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, he used to come to my school and do these talks, and like he was really nice to us. So I'll just like never talk shit about him. What were his talks like? Like, if you're born rich, you can do it. No, actually, he like gave really solid advice. He was like, he like, listen up, kids. It, it wasn't even like follow your passion shit. It was really like practical advice. It was like, he was basically like, hey, like, I'm going to come here and talk. He was for basically there's this program in my school and it was literally called the Bad Kids Club. And it was like, if you were a total fuck up in school, and you were getting into trouble they'd send you to this bad kids club and you would do shit like you'd go see hockey games we talked to frank justra we like it was actually kind of incredible like we did a lot of cool shit as a part of that group um shout out to mr crescenzo at templeton secondary school um and 
And so Francesco Aquilini came in and talked to us and he gave like good practical advice. He was like, yo, if you guys want to leave high school and make a shitload of money and like help your family, like you should go work at the oil rigs. You can do it for fucking a summer and you can make like 35 grand. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he was like, and then he, like, that's like actually not terrible advice. If you're not interested in going to university, it's not bad advice. But yeah. Um, the Bad Kids Club, that sounds like a rejected pilot for Disney Plus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh there's like one kid with spiky hair and he always wants to light things on fire. There's a there's another kid who's like, Why am I even here? He like accidentally got in there. He's actually like a nerdy kid, you know? Yeah, they're just like, You're born in Portland. We don't trust you. <laughs> yeah exactly uh what are some other characters in the bad kids club rejected disney plus oh i thought you're you're talking about kids that were in your club no 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 no. i'm talking about the disney plus in my club all the kids were like my mom's smoking crack and yesterday i punched a homeless guy in the face for stealing my backpack well they're all fine characters for our show (laughs) yeah no they are actually are all characters Uh, i can't really talk about some of them on air but i'll tell you about one guy off air and what he did for a living after this and this is probably so annoying for the audience but it'll fucking crack you up dude i'll tweet it don't you'll see why (laughs) i i tweeted it five months ago just go through my account (laughs) wouldn't that be funny if we like put tilly cryptic messages if we put cryptic messages sorry that was my cat put cryptic messages like five months before in our Twitters mm-hmm. about the end times. The end times of uh, end of the world. Oh, can I say one thing about your background? Oh, yeah. What Can you describe my background for the audience? Yeah, so there was a popular artist in Canada in the early 2000s. I think wouldn't you say about 2003, 2002, something like that. That's when she popped off. Yep. And she was a what we like to call a recording artist um and she would make these beautiful beautiful little songs and we would all sing along to them and it was just kind of a canadian tradition it was in the same line as hockey or drinking uh 6% beer you know it was just canadian as fuck and her name was Avril Lavigne and she released one album and i think it was called complicated her first album but her second album which i think is her best album it definitely shows her strength as a songwriter um, and you could definitely see the influences of Alanis in the second album, especially. Um, Under My Skin is what it's called. And it is a fantastic, fantastic album. Yeah, it is. Do you think it's a good album to study to? No, no, no. <laughs> I'm going to change the song. I don't know. Will I? This is gonna be a mood changer. I'm gonna tell you that much. You know what? We don't. We don't have this one prepped. We don't. We don't know if there's gonna be an ad right away. Why risk it? Whoa! Your moral is shit, dude. You don't have ad block on your computer. Um, it doesn't work for YouTube. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Oh, well, I don't know. Um moving on that's actually good that you don't have ad block like ad block really like really badly affects artists i have ad block but like um people that make a living on youtube ad block like fucks them up like 85 percent of people have ad block and they don't get money from those the views let's see if i have ad block i don't think so i have ad block for like oh my god it works i have ad block for um <laughs> I have ad block for uh, certain like news websites would be like turn off your ad block. It's just a break, a, a study break. Crank this what's up a, a little bit. Yeah, we're going for a cigarette now, album. guys. We're going for a cigarette. Yeah, we're texting our moms back. Yeah. Hell yeah. This song reminds me of the fact that I fell off my diet last night. Yeah, me too. What did you eat? That's crazy. 
Um, huh, this song rocks so hard, I can't even fucking think. Yeah. Go to the info. I did. And let's pick a song. I'll, I'll show you a good one. Take me away. No, Don't no, no. Tell me. Oh, is this? I'm with you. Oh, oh, I'm with you. Yeah, that's a good one. Oh, just went to our music video. It's fine. Um, so last night, this is actually a perfect song for a little Such study a break. One. I went out for drinks and steak with some guys at work, yes, yes. which was sick as fuck. That sounds fun, dude. Hella awesome. And I didn't pay. And what? so they paid for me. Really? So Thank you. Thank you, Brian and Eli. <laughs> and so anyways, I um, after that, um, Barb and I decided to go to the Christmas market. Um, and we went there. And then we were like, fuck it. Let's get churros or some shit. So we started with churros. And then we started with those twisty potato thingies. And then um, we had a beer. And then we went to uh, a restaurant and had dessert and poutine and more drinks. And we've been on a strict diet for a couple months now, uh, getting ready for a wedding dimes. And then we're just like, fuck it fuck this weekend so now i'm like let's get kfc tonight or some shit nice how is how do you break your diet and what, i can't even your diet? i can't even continue breaking my diet i feel so fucking shitty what what was your diet i was on keto Dude, for break, like four months i i don't really like do any keto or anything like that i just like really restrict my calories basically yeah like i'll have like rice and chicken and i'll have like broccoli and I'll have, but like if somebody gives me a plate of like fried fish, which maybe would be high calorie, like I'll I'll eat it, but then I'll just like kind of have a salad for dinner or whatever. I just kind of cut cut my calories. Yeah. Um, but I always break my diet with the same thing. I'm addicted to penis. No, not penis. A gigantic, disgusting, sloppy gross hot sauce covered sour cream covered avocado covered salsa covered gigantic plate of nachos and cheese hell yeah yeah dude i love nachos and cheese it's the first thing i ever cooked and i still eat it all the time that's sick man that sounds yeah, delicious dude. my dad taught me how to cook nachos and cheese when i was like two years old i remember it do you eat nachos out of a plate or a bowl Oh, so I, I, it depends. It really depends on the timeline. So, like, you know, <laughs> listen, I'm not above throwing some pre-grated cheese on a, on a, on a microwavable plate of tortilla chips and throwing that shit in the nuke and just nuking them up. You know, I'm not opposed nuking them, but, but in general, if I'm treating myself like last night, what I did was I like fried up a bunch of beef with like onion and garlic and like taco mix and shit like that a little bit of water and a little bit of tomato sauce just to get it like viscous a little bit mm -hmm. and then i like layered tortilla chips on a in cast a iron in a, on a cast iron pan okay and i like cheese beef banana pepper um and then I did two layers of that, and then I put it in the oven at 475 for like six minutes. Mm -hmm. And then uh, pulled it out. And then I get, I have like um, squeeze bottles that I have like sour cream and shit in that I've made, like special sour cream. Mm -hmm. And so I drizzle sour cream, and then I have one with uh, avocado in it. I drizzle avocado, and then I dump salsa. And yeah. Oh, and then I cut up green onions and put them on top. Fascinating. <laughs> Is that too descriptive? You asked. I just asked if it was a bowl or a plate. I just want to know or how you served it. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> My apologies. I don't know if you answered the question. Hey, man, I just filled like five minutes. Yeah. Well, it, I honestly, we shouldn't complain about that. It's just such a. <laughs> Listen, people might be interested in how I make my special nachos, man. Did that ever occur to you? 
Um, it did not. Um, fair enough. <laughs> okay, guys, if you haven't noticed, it's back to fucking studying. Finish your cigarettes. It's yeah, you guys to, gotta get back to work. That book. I'm sick of this shit. Um, y'all, and I, y'all gotta get back to work. I forgot to mention the piece de la results, or I don't know what that means, but how <laughs> I finished my cheat meal last night. Yeah, how? Uber Eats, McDonald's. Wait, what? Is this all in one night? All in one night. Dude, you're a dude, what? You're, yo, you're on a different level. What did you get from McDonald's, man? We were craving fries, so we got a lot of fries. Love fries. From, from some very small milkshakes that did not come with straws. Okay. And then I got a spicy McChicken. But here's the thing. Why is McDonald's always forgetting their fucking straws now? That was never a thing as a kid. Now it's like half the time I have to drink it just out of the cup. What is up with that? I get the paper straws suck. I'm willing to deal with it if if supplied. But don't just fucking forget the goddamn straw. I'm about to tell you something, dude. Okay. Yeah. Normally, they'll just put straws in your thing no matter what. In your bag, yeah. Yeah, I agree. What they did was bullshit. But the reason they're not putting your straws in is because there's a button you can press where you say you need like utensils. You I feel that. like that is heavily implied if you order a drink. I completely, I completely agree. But I was having the exact same problem with McDonald's. And then I clicked on the utensil thing and they fucking gave me straws. Oh my God. Not user friendly at all. No, I agree. They need to just, well, it's not Uber Eats, it's McDonald's. They should know better. Like anywhere else, like if you buy from a mom and pop stuff and you buy a drink, they're going to give you a straw. Even yeah. sometimes like sushi restaurants, they always give you a straw even if you get a can of pop. Mm-hmm. I hate um, Starbucks, how they try to transition their like iced coffees and stuff to a sippy cup lid. So it's not straw, you like straws optional. Yeah. But I feel like that thing is always like scratching my lip and stuff or I don't know. I get like a weird electric shock from them. Yeah. Weird. Do you ever get that? Yeah. <laughs> I don't like them. Yeah. Plastic straws are perfect. We just need to find a way to make plastic awesome. Help us out, please. <laughs> God, figure this out. I'm going to become the Elon Musk of plastic. We have to figure out a way to make plastic. Here's what we're going to do. We're just going to dispose some underground. Nothing will happen. Nothing (laughs) bad can happen. Go on uh, uh, Dragon's Den. Just be like, I'm trying to figure out a way to to make plastic. Awesome. What is plastic going to look like in the future? (laughs) And then it's like, here's a see-through. It's transparent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that show, man. Mm-hmm. I, I love that show. My uh, when I was growing up, my dad had like a lot of um, quirky ideas, and like my dad is the type of guy where he'll just like take on a new thing, and he'll be like, "I'm doing this now." Um, and one of his ideas, and this is like back in 2001, 2002, was a website about um, like patents and like. Um, basically inventions but it had none of the competition part of it and he like tried to sell he like started the website and then he tried to like sell the idea that i think to like cbc or something and they just like didn't like it and then sharks then came out and my dad was like oh shit that's what i was missing he needed like some 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 stakes which makes right. total sense because the idea was like my dad goes around kind of gonzo style and like interviews people with crazy, interesting ideas for businesses or inventions and shit like that. So anyways, there you go. Wait, so he was pitching the idea of dragons then? To- no, it had none of the com- it had none of the competition angle to it. It was just my dad going and checking them out and like seeing what they are and learning about the people and stuff. It had nothing to do with like trying to get money. Gotcha. Um, which makes sense. Like that's how TV shows work. You know? Yeah. Emotional stakes. Yeah, yeah. Universal. Exactly. Exactly. Dude, you can fall down a rabbit hole with those fucking uh YouTube clips of Dragon's Den and shit. Yeah. My favorite one, have you ever seen it where the guy it's Dragon's Den, so it's Canada, but the guys are trying to make 
a casino game and it just makes no sense or inventing a casino game and they're like you can't do this and they're like no we have we it's in a casino two people have played it we've actually lost three dollars please invest and they're like you're fucking insane this makes no sense yeah no i haven't seen that one no i did i did see one dude that is by the way really fucking funny that's like a, a bit that's a fun a real casino game it's in a casino <laughs> that's fucking hilarious um sorry, sorry i lost my train of thought i found that so humorous for some reason somebody just come up wouldn't it be funny if me and you just came up with our own just went and started a blackjack table in a casino that's separate, separate. yeah we're like this is different it's higher stakes there's more emotions to it and it's um called 22. Yeah, yeah, the object of the of the game is to get to twenty-two. Uh, okay. Or just throw people off. I'm at sixteen, what do I do? Yeah. Fuck yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, um that's one of my favorite fucking bits from Austin Powers is when he gets like a twenty and then he goes, hit me. And then the guy's like, Sir, you're at twenty. Are you sure you want to hit? And Austin Powers is like, I like to live dangerously, and then he immediately just bows out. Yeah, I fucking love that shit, man. Fucking love Austin Powers, dude. Did you know I can do a killer Doctor Evil? Are you, um, I've heard it, but I don't think the audience has. Why don't you give a? Why don't you hear some direction? Why don't you um do a, a Doctor Evil catfishing somebody online? Well, I I knew it looked very different from my from my pictures, but you know that those pictures were taken about it only like three months ago, you know. But I was wearing <laughs> different makeup at the time, so if you'd like to come over and just we could just pop in a Blu-ray and just you know just you and me just chill, okay? We can just chill, all right? I love that. Yeah, there you go. You ever catfish people, you know, put sexy pictures of you or somebody else online and try to reel someone in? You know what? I never have, but when I was 14 and I lost my virginity, I put it on my Nexopia account. I said, I just lost my virginity. That's pimp. That's (laughs) pretty awesome. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) I was pretty proud of myself too. But have you ever catfished anybody? 100 percent have that was a good pastime um for high school me um i would use i I use this website that's like i come to learn it's like a vancouver base i don't think it really had a global reach maybe a canadian reach but it was a website called plenty of fish and i knew about it because like women in my town would kind of gossip of who who like who's who would be on that website or who had they seen and so i would kind of creep on and see who would be there and then i eventually and like you couldn't be on there unless you're 18 so i end up just like starting to make fake accounts and then i'd have like friends over and we would just laugh and try and like talk to people and then like we'd like talk to a guy like in prince george or something and then we would like google him and find info about him and then use it against him be like okay like would put up a picture of like a hot girl or whatever and i would do this with like friends that were girls too so it was kind of funny and we would um be like hey it's like and so we get this info on this guy and we'd be like okay we're gonna meet up we're gonna meet up we love you're so cute and so nice and we'd be like wait a minute is your brother robert and then they'd be like yeah and then we'd be like oh I hate that guy. He's so distrustful. <laughs> and then he's like, you know, I know he, I'm not like him. You're like, sorry, can't do this. <laughs> bye bye. Oh man, that one hits home for me. Yeah. So we <laughs> so <laughs> we would do that. And I end up like doing it with one of my friends and we're using pictures of her, but we were like seeing a kid we knew. And so it's getting kind of weird because he was using plenty of fish to like pick up girls and stuff. And then you know we're using this picture of a mutual friend we had to stop and it just started using fake pictures and that got really extreme um but wait 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 wait. your underage friend was using plenty of fish to no 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 our friend that was older than us he was like two years old he was 18 or 19 oh so you guys were like 16 
Yeah, exactly. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like 16, 17, maybe. And then um, that the guy that we saw that we knew, he ended up using Nexopia and Plenty of Fish to uh, pick up women and murder them. So that's not so funny. Uh, <laughs> <so> <laughs> we used to see, the, see that is a piece of history. <laughs> not very, not funny. It's very tragic and sad. Um, it's fuck, dude. It Why did you brutal. just drop that on me, man? What the fuck? You guys still listening or studying over there? I'm sorry. So, um, anyways, but then keep them going. I would, I flip would, it. Flip I would it for shift, the TikTok. I would, I would shift over into different um, catfishing means, just to sure. be funny. Yeah. Um, but then I kind of took it to one extreme moment uh, where I was using pictures of a handsome guy friend of mine just to goof on him. Um, this is a sick prank, dude. <laughs> it was, it, I, I'm sorry to that guy too. But <laughs> does he know? Um, let's just say yes, <laughs> or let's just say I don't ever talk to him. And he doesn't even know. So I was just as a goof, I was like, ha ha, pretend to be this guy. And then there was this like cougar, like hot cougar that was like chat me up and we was like, you're hot, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, uh, okay. And then she was like, yo, let me call you. Like, let's have phone sex. And I'm like, eh, <laughs> like <laughs> still living with my parents. I'm like, no and then um she's like let me i want to send pics to you what's your email and i'm like mm, no like i was like in my head like 16 17 i'm like i should just make a fake email and i'm like this is too much work i don't feel good about this and then that's where it kind of just ended for me i just like quit catfishing but yeah that's what i used to do as a pastime it was all it was funny just to goof on people yeah for sure 100 percent, man i don't know if i've ever i have never catfished but i've had tinder dates go really badly yeah what's the worst well not like really badly but like embarrassing a little bit like one time i took this girl out and it was clear that we had zero chemistry whatsoever mm -hmm. and like <laughs> I was at the stage where I was still like being a little dirtbag mm -hmm. and she seemed like a really nice girl anyways but like I not not um just totally different personalities you know yeah and at the end of the day I offered to walk her home and she's just like to be honest I'm good <laughs> damn and I, I feel like, safer okay. alone <laughs> yeah yeah exactly and I was like that makes total sense and then we never talked again rough it is what it is. Yeah. Um, I know I've had some weird dates. One time I had a weird, I think I, so it was like when I got into college and I was living in Vancouver alone, I was like, I could do POF and okay Cupid for real with my real account and be all horny. And <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I um, remember I went out with this on this one date with this girl where it's kind of like a late night, almost like a booty call, where yeah. she's like, I'm like, she's like, I'm hanging out with my sister. I'm at this apartment, but she doesn't want me meeting up with random men online. So why don't you just come meet me at this Tim Hortons and we can just chill? And I was like, okay. It's like middle of the night. I'm at this Tim Hortons with this girl. And then, like, a dude I knew from like film school comes in and he's like, like, one of these like hyper guys. And he's like, ah, Cody, I'm just here writing, blah, 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 blah. Da, 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 da. And then I'm like, have to explain who this like girl is. I'm like, this is my friend. Um, please leave us alone. And then he was like, okay. And then he put on headphones and was like writing in the corner. And then I was like, I'm kind of famous. <laughs> 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 that's fucking awesome yeah that's awesome and then, and then i just took a bus back home and that was it never sorry yeah again. it's always good when somebody's not interested in you it's like a relief 
Oh, tell me about it. I usually everybody's interested in me. I just beat them all off with a fucking croquet <laughs> racket. It's so nice when someone's disinterested. I'm like, I can be comfortable. I can just show you my true colors. Dude, nobody has ever. I've never been hit on. I've never. I'm <laughs> really. I just, I just walk around invisible to the world. But you're in a relationship. I feel like when you're yeah. in a relationship. It, it they come out of the woodwork and then you're like you ain't shit you ain't shit <laughs> no, no. I'm with. not at all not at all not at all no um, um but i mean yeah. i i think my girlfriend thinks i'm attractive but um <laughs> you know like just going to starbucks and just being treated poorly because you're <laughs> Because you look like Philip Seymour Hoffman, you know it's hard. It's a hard life. Wow. It's a hard life. Yeah. Damn, that's uh rough. I yeah. I get it when I'm like way off my diet and stuff. People will look at me different, treat me differently. But when I'm on a diet and I'm looking good, people will be like, "You look good. What is your name?" And I'm like, "Um, <laughs> excuse me. I'm on a an important phone call right now. Um, leave me alone." Yeah, no, dude. Nobody ever says that to me. I literally, nobody's ever said I look good. Right. Well, no, no, no. That's not true. Like Delaney says, I look good. I guess like, I, I guess I get a lot of um. You're tall. You're you are tall. I get that one a lot. Or I like your glasses. I get that one. I, and then I'm like, um, be gone, <laughs> please. Yeah. Occasionally, somebody will ask me about my tattoo. Your keyboard? Yeah. Do you tell them it's an unfinished piano? No. But I do regret getting it. I'm probably one of the few people you'll meet that openly will say that I regret getting my tattoo. Are you going to switch it up or cover it up? Or what are you thinking? I don't know. I'm going to get more What was the reason for it? Just music? Dude, I was like in bands and stuff when I was a teenager. I was like a musician. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever heard me play music, but you've I, played me music. I played you music. Um, the fuck was I saying? Oh yeah. Uh, so tattoo. you know, I thought that's what I was gonna do or whatever, and so I got the tattoo. The only person that was upset by it was my grandpa. Mm. I was you young say? too. I was like fifteen or sixteen. Was he like? Was he upset that the fact that you got a tattoo or the uh, uh, fact that it was just that tattoo and the Mm. placement? Yeah, you know, it's funny because I was talking to my girlfriend and we're going to get tattoos in and we're not getting like matching tattoos, but they're they hold they hold some significance to us. Oh, actually, dude, I'm sorry, man. Can we beep the city name? I'm so sorry. Yeah. I, I apologize. I shouldn't you have said, said that. Um, little Moscow. Yeah. Um, uh, just for it, you know, <laughs> just because I love her. Um, so tell me about the your game matching tattoos. No, we're not getting matching tattoos. It's a whole thing, man. I'm not going to explain it. Okay, I'll tell you off air. I don't want to get shit for it or, you know, but. Yeah, we're getting tattoos that do hold significance to our relationship, but they're not matching tattoos. Is it a picture of my face? <laughs> yeah, it's it's your glasses tattooed on your glasses. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, a pair of glasses on somebody's ass wouldn't be that bad of a thing. Oh my god, you could be like, "Are my glasses dirty?" And they're like, "What are you talking about?" And you just move them. <laughs> Uh, that's a great idea. Uh, um, do, you, do you remember any TV shows you watched as a kid? Because I went down a YouTube rabbit hole <laughs> looking up shit that I thought like that I thought I watched as a kid, and some of that shit is crazy, dude. I really Have you ever feel seen like, an episode of Barney. Yeah, I I was a huge Barney head, but you know what, man? I really feel like you're avoiding these notes you wrote, it's like especially like the fourth point. What was the for dude to be honest i've just been having so much fun just talking to you and looking at you on the camera that i just yeah. haven't even looked at the notes what's the fourth point oh, oh. oh yeah okay well, well you're four incher yeah so um 
because if you measure from the balls, it's four inches. Um, okay, so I had a broken phone. All right, I have a broken phone. And like the screen doesn't work and it's always sending shit it's not supposed to send. But basically, mm -hmm. long story short. I've gotten short, some weird messages. Yeah, I send an explicit picture to my best friend, Matthew of well i'm not gonna say what it was of actually i'm a little embarrassed was it of your rock hard or it wasn't was... of the full it was it was it was just the shaft just the mid just the shaft and uh okay for some context all right i'm in a long distance relationship that sometimes is the only way that we have well it is right now the only way that we have like sexual intimacy mm. uh, so gross let's pair let's you want know, to pull the parachute on this one this is getting into dangerous territory <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or, okay i'm just trying to say that this isn't something i'm just doing all the time i'm not just like taking pictures of my cock all right it was a mistake and matthew i'm sorry it's all good. If you want pictures of Matthew's Cox, visit his OnlyFans. I've seen it. It's, it's dope. Damn. Well, um, this has taken a turn. How's your studying, everybody? Please leave us a like and a comment and subscribe to the show. <laughs> has it taken a turn? Hey, you wanted the story, dude. I, I had no choice. It could have been... I don't know. I've there's a, a I think I've told this story, but there's a, a Vancouver comedian that tweeted his dick, and it was up there for a while. How <laughs> was it up there for a while? Was it like he meant to do it? He it was an accident. He was like, <laughs> I think he got like hit by a car or something, and he's like, look at all the bruises on my body, and posted a full naked pic on Twitter, and probably not realizing at the bottom of it the picture had his wiener out. And oh I was like, God. oh, thank you for that. You know, it's probably a giant penis, Pete Davidson. Yeah. How did he how did he end up? How is he doing this? Um, well, like dating Kim Kardashian? Here's the thing that people aren't actually acknowledging though, is they're like, How is Pete Davidson getting all these beautiful girls? It's like he is 26 and on SNL. <laughs> and yeah tall and cut yeah like he's good shape he's a skinny kind of good looking guy he's funny with mental illness on snl he's probably gonna pick up some hot chicks mm -hmm. right yeah and good self-esteem if he had low self-confidence probably not well he's definitely confident enough to get on snl when he was like nine years old He's been on the show for like eight years and he's like fucking 17. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. Something like that. You think he'll be one of those guys like Keenan who's just, he's just on the show always? No, I think he's going to be like fucking. It's hard to compare him. I want to say like Adam Sandler, but I don't think he has the talent like Adam Sandler. No. And the reach like he does. But I think they're trying to build him up to be something like that, especially like Judd Apatow's movie he did with him. I just don't know what to say for him. Do you think he'll probably like Chappelle? Like be great, 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 great. And then be an old man, be rich and have some weird fucked up opinions. <laughs> <laughs> probably. That's probably a good comp is Chappelle. But like the white yeah. version. So he's going to have the privilege. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not sure. I think he has a lot of... Uh... I don't think he's a movie star, but I think he could be a really, 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 really good stand-up. Um, but, you know, he might be a movie star. We haven't seen him in enough shit to really make that um, make that connection yet. I think um, he will be. He, he, he very might. He very well could be. I don't think King, King of Staten Island did that for him, though, which I think they no. thought, thought it would. Um, and, like... You know, you only get so many of those in your career where like an entire movie is centered around you. Um, yeah. 
And like, what was his next movie? It was a bit role in Suicide Squad. Yeah, I was just thinking that. And people were going, the Pete heads were going crazy for that. Yeah. Um, he's, <laughs> man, I don't want to be mean, but um, there's an argument to be made that he's like more famous than he is talented at this point because he's so young and comedy is like an old man's game right mm-hmm. um so even when you think about adam sandler like he wasn't at his peak powers until into his 30s yeah so still a lot to tell him yeah but you're right pete davidson i think is funny i really liked his special i thought it was fucking really funny like the louis ck bit mm-hmm. was fucking funny as fuck when he said uh when he was talking about Ariana Grande talking shit about him in the media, and he was like, "What if I dyed my skin brown and fucking talk shit on in Vogue magazine or some shit like that?" Huh. I thought that shit was fucking funny. Um, uh, I like him doing like roasts. He's so good at those. Yeah, he's definitely a really talented stand-up comedian. He's been doing it forever. Like, by the way, congratulations to local Vancouver comedian Sophie Buttle on her late late show appearance that's fucking incredible yeah only time i've ever watched james corden i think a lot of us are feeling the same yeah except for one hour a day when we do this podcast and you're staring at me (laughs) (laughs) uh for the audience i look like james corden um you're slightly more bearable (laughs) thank you well the problem with him is that now he's falling into ellen's zone because people know he's a fucking asshole Mm -hmm. and so like when he gets on the stage, like it's he's gonna get Ellen, dude. I'm making this prediction right now. He's 100 gonna get Ellen, like hard. Like the like a daytime show, like Ellen, or no, like, no, no. Yeah. Like it's gonna come out that his workplace is toxic, and that he's like a real fucking asshole to work with. That he's yeah. like a total jerk. I yeah, it's kind of an open secret at this point. Yeah. But I mean, there's going to be like a variety article about it or some shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Do you listen to lo-fi hip-hop a lot? Like, do you ever like use it when you're studying or writing? I used to use it all the time when I was writing. But now I'm so busy that like the main thing, the main time I actually have to write is when I'm at work and I have downtime. And so generally i just don't have anything on i'm just writing in silence but i used to a lot yeah in my early 20s i like it a lot i like um getting plugged in like just putting on headphones and focusing on something i find that helps like even at my office 100 100 yeah i'll play you i have actually have a favorite lo-fi hip-hop song yeah i'm gonna just jam this one on Feel free to smoke one up. Me? You feel free to smoke one. Anybody, the audience, you. Oh yeah. Just chill out, recline your seat. You guys have done uh, studying for about forty minutes. Great job. Yeah, or forty-five minutes. Who's keeping track, really? Mm-hmm. <coughs> uh, stretch if you need to. Breathe in, breathe out. Yeah, don't let the anxiety take over. Want me crank and run me roll. Want me crank that soda boy and Superman that hoe. Hey, who sings this? Lil Nas X. Oh my god. He's talented. That was that, folks. That was good. Oh man. What are we going to do about the Vancouver hockey <clears throat> team? We touched on that earlier, oh. but they're so fucked. I really I think know. it's ownership. It's straight up just ownership. They're fucking criminals on and off the ice. I know that he came in and inspired you to go work in the trades, like, <laughs> like a subpar <laughs> PE teacher, but Jesus Christ. Okay, chill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right, man. He's not, it, it, something's going on and it's not good. It needs to be fixed. You know what PD's I mean? all fucked up. I'm just, um, 
you know, I, I, but I don't know. Dude, we were good under his ownership. We had Gillis and shit like that. We got to bring back Gillis, baby. Let's go. I don't even know. I, I don't know. It, I think it, it's just, I think ownership's fucked. That's really what it is. They, I don't think, I think what happened with Gillis was Gillis was like outspoken, same with Lyndon. And they were just like not having it. They're like, we know this better than you. <laughs> and then we're just going to bring people in that will just listen to us and do what they're told. Yeah. And look where it's gotten them. The fucking team has like zero identity and heart. Yeah. Like, bring back Troy Stetcher. Yeah. Dude, why didn't we? We had a that that team um, two years ago, I think in 2020, right? Yeah, the, the bubble, bubble team. team. The bubble team. Bubble um, Demco. Well, we got to the third round of the playoffs, if, if you include the play in round, mm-hmm. right? I, why didn't we just run that team back? Like with a couple minor alterations, a little bit of depth. It was like it was fucked because like Tanev and Markstrom finally like got too expensive for them, and they're like, we can just make this step without them, and couldn't. And then Toffoli, that whole fiasco. The Toffoli thing was a fuck up. For Tannen was a huge fuck up. For Tannen was fucked from the start, from the jump. Yeah, that was. There's nothing you can do about that. You had to get rid of that guy. That guy was a horrible pick, straight up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. back in the day, and that was ownership, being like, we need yeah. this hometown kid, and we passed up on so many good players. Yeah. No, no, I hear what you're saying now. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. yeah. But the shit off the ice, yeah. Was, yeah, obviously. Couldn't, couldn't. Yeah, you can't be a professional hockey player and behave like that, in my opinion. Hell um, no. Nah. <clears throat> um, yeah, dude. That shit... I mean the the thing that's like super depressing about it is that like even like this kind of core group of guys JT Boharvat Pedersen Hughes um who else is in that core group of guys we must have another defenseman you know this core group of guys that that Myers. made the little yeah Myers maybe um I th- like believed in like as competitor like I I liked them. I'm like happy to have them in my life for the next five to seven years. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like, I don't think that's going to be the case. I think we're about to lose motherfuckers. I, yeah, I'm worried about losing Bohor Vamp. Yeah, I think he's gone. Better. Yeah, I think he's gone. Um, unless Aquilini just like cleans house and things change overnight. I mean, yeah. The players aren't playing for the coach anymore. That's the That's the problem. What's fucked is also like the post game interviews. Like the players are like, uh, like we are hurting. We need something to change. And then the coach, he'll just put the blame on the media. He's like, you guys are all too negative. He's like trying to do some right wing Trump shit. That's just not working at all. He's like, it's all the media's fault. You guys are meddling and blah, 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 blah. But it's like, they're like, the media is like, the only thing that's keeping the fans from just becoming Kraken fans. <laughs> Never, dude. <laughs> that's a fate worse than hell. Yeah. I'm going to stick it out with these motherfuckers. Yeah, I don't really even know what, like, I don't know. Bring back the Grizzlies. We are almost at the end of study time. It's time to fucking get lit up. Thank you, everybody. Bring back the Grizzlies 2022. Yeah, that'd be sick. There was a mayor candidate who ran in Vancouver just on the premise of bringing back the Grizzlies. And I feel like we should do that as a tandem. I'll be your vice pres. We should do that as a podcast. Hell yeah. Don't tweet at us. Hashtag bring back the Grizzlies. Yeah, that's a good idea for a podcast. If, if uh, anybody is like an expert on the Grizzlies and want to talk about how it went wrong, tweet us or email us. Studcitypodcast at gmail.com. That's our email. Hell yeah. Uh, what do you got planned for the rest of the week, Bo? Um, I have two days. Dude, I just work so many shifts. You work 70 or- hours. Yeah, around there. I think it's like 68 or something like that. If you include like a couple of the breaks I took. Oh, sorry. 68. Um, But yeah, I'm like so fucking tired.
tired. I just need to rest today. <laughs> I woke up. I felt pretty sick too from the nachos, man. Mm. I'm getting to that age where, like, if I eat fucked up food or like drink beer, I just feel so bad. In the oh morning. man, I was feeling that all night last night. I was like in bed. I could feel my chocolate milkshake bubbling up. Oh. I was like, someone give me a water. And it's... my assistant Elwood did. It was very humbling. That is nice. Yeah. Um. So you want to do another episode after this? No. You're a fucking pussy. While you're gone, <laughs> while you're gone, I'm gonna be recording episodes alone. I don't give a shit, dude. I'm I'll so like, tired. I'm Bo- so tired. I will record two episodes tomorrow with you. I promise, dude. I are you literally- fucking kidding me? It's Monday tomorrow. I'm not recording. We're supposed to bank them today, and then we're an hour we and a half to. Yeah. Were we supposed to bank them? Oh, I'll record another episode then. I didn't know I agreed to that. Well, it's a little late today because we started an hour and a half late. I was thinking about, I could just bank one after this or before this. And then we just kept going. I'm down to record again, though. <laughs> right now? We can do another one. I'll do another one. I don't know. It's getting late in the day. <laughs> I don't even think we agreed to fucking record. We never discussed it. I, I, except for like last episode, I was like, we got to start banking these. You're going away to um, Bleep Town. Not till, uh, not till January 10th. Oh, I thought it was December. No, no, no. Oh. Well, it, was, it was for a long time. I was going to go up in December, but. Thank you. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we decided to do January 10th. All right. Well, all new episode next week. Yeah. Thank you for studying with us. Um, um, we should bank episodes next week, though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm going to be working with it last this week. Cool. We can do that. Um, I'm busy on a Saturday, but we can figure something out. And then we can get Friday. Joe in here. Oh, um, yeah, that'd be dope. Yeah. Good luck with all your studies, kitties. Well, wait, can um, we play one more song? Sure. What do you want? Play um, Three Six Mafia. Get, or just get low. Is that three six mafia? No. That's a uh... little drum. Oh, okay. Why did I think? Oh, and the ESET boys. Yeah. Crank three six shit. mafia. Um, actually, maybe this is because they say at the beginning. Three six mafia. Oh, maybe. What, yeah, maybe. I think you're. The Yin Yang Twins. Yo, can um, you can you crank this a little bit for me? <laughs> Opposite. Baby, just suck it to me one more time. Get low. Get low, get low, get low, get low, get low. To the window. To the wall. To the wall. And that's what I found my balls. All these bitches from. Yo, motherfuckers, you just finished studying, man. You just put an hour in. You put the study in Study City. <laughs> study City, baby. You just did it. Yo, that should be the name of this episode. Study City featuring lo-fi hip-hop. Yeah, lo-fi hip-hop beats to study to and relax. Or, or here's, here's the title. Here's the title. Um, lo-fi hip-hop beats to Study City too. That's a good one. Write that down. Pick one. I don't have a pen. I'm not a writer. Did you have school dances at your school? Yeah, did you? Yeah, the song bumped a lot. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Which was insane. We were like 13. (laughs) And then, did your school dances have like the big music video projectors too? So you'd watch like the music video for like Dirty by Christina Aguilera? We had much music video dances, yeah. Yeah. Similar. Is that what you had? Yeah. We had some pretty crazy videos. Like, there's one, I think it was like Shake That or something by Eminem, where it's all animated. Yeah. Fruit that ass. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, dude. Dude, yes. I only went to a few school dances, but they were all much music video dances. Mm-hmm. I went to every school dance. I was a big party rocking kid. Yeah, dude, uh, much music just like 
Synthesis co and desist. Co-opting, oh, no, much music just co-opting like horny teens to make a fucking quick buck. Like how, how, how much do they make for fucking putting on a school dance? It can't be that much. Yeah, I don't know. It's funny because my school dances weren't sponsored by much music. Oh, I don't know if they're really tied, but they just play much music music videos. Oh, okay, cool. My, we had something called a much music video dance, but may, maybe they had nothing to do with it, and it was just like marketing for the they're just whatever. Very nice to the kids. Yeah. Get down. All right, back to kids. Okay, guys. Should we say goodbye? <laughs> <laughs>